Sunrise. As always, I am up before everyone else, but even I don't want to get out of bed. It is so warm, and I know that floor will be so cold this New Year's Eve morning. Even James is struggling between keeping warm and heeding the call of nature. And to avoid getting cold paws, he looks up at me with these big brown eyes that I just can't resist. And I pick him up and carry him out of the bedroom. In the living room, we find two things. One, the shawl that Amy has finished knitting after I went to bed. And two, outside the window, a fresh blanket of snow. Of course, now he's excited to get outside, but he is going to have to wait a minute while I marvel at Amy's latest project. She creates such beauty out of, what, two sticks and a sheep? One simple piece of string can be molded into so many patterns and designs and projects. All she needs is time, perseverance, and inspiration. I find it ironic that the introvert of our relationship has found a craft that can be done in public, while I must escape inside my own head in a quiet space to create. We get funny looks when we're out at the bar, although it might not be her knitting and my notebooks. It could just be the sight of two women with matching rings on their left hands who aren't very shy about being affectionate with one another. My writing has become so angry and political lately, but if that is life, that is art. We can't always control where the pen or the yarn want to go. We lead a fairly simple life. A routine built on writing, knitting, and reality TV. And after a few years of being on the road, it's a welcome change to be at home as we plan our wedding. But there seem to be so many stumbling blocks to joining our lives together. Where do we find cool cake toppers with two women on them? And what the hell do I wear? And do we go somewhere where it's legal but holds no meaning? Or do we shell out for something here where it doesn't even count? And don't you dare say Iowa. And then there's Sarah Palin, reassuring me that, oh yeah, I like the gays, while simultaneously attending Pray Away the Gay rallies at her church. I have never been an activist for anything in my life, but then Prop 8 passed and I felt my dignity stripped away from me. If marriage was this hard for everyone, the divorce rate would be zero. So Republicans, think about that while you hike the Appalachian Trail. You know, Rush, if you want the gays to stay at home and keep it to themselves, I would suggest starting a grant program for young aspiring gay writers. That way we would stay indoors and in our own heads all the time and you would never see us out in public disgracing this Christian nation with our presence. And Obama, you are not off the hook either. If you are going to be our champion, be our champion. I don't expect you to drop everything with healthcare and the economy in Iraq, because those are important too. But do not tell me to sit down, be patient, and wait until the end of your administration to be happy. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't understand why my life is so scary. I've got somebody I love, a dog, a job, go to church, and have lived in the same house for seven years, which is pretty much the picture of stability. 
I've got no interest in pride festivals or gay bars and all I want to do is stop looking like a beast to everyone and hold Amy's hand on the street wherever we are without getting dirty glances. As we watched the snowfall that New Year's Eve, lit candles all around the room and watched movies and played Trivial Pursuit until the last tea lights had melted, I knew the only way to escape tradition was to write myself a new one. <laughs>